Welcome to the Twins Talk It Up podcast, where my identical twin brother and I share our thoughts and provide solutions for executives and professionals who want to become masters of speaking and communicating so that they can maximize their influence and impact. Yes, we are identical twins who happen to also be public speakers, executive coaches, and sales leaders. Our company, DSB Leadership Group, focuses on equipping leaders who want to speak with confidence and authority, all while using their authentic voice. Here on the Twins Talk It Up podcast, we present topics about communication and leadership from our perspective as individuals and as twins. Welcome to the Twins Talk It Up podcast. In the midst of uncertainty surrounding the world, because of the health pandemic and even our economy, it's entrepreneurs that are helping to drive recovery. For the last year or two, we've seen an increase in more and more professionals and leaders starting their own businesses. It's been estimated that even in 2019, 775,000 new businesses were started. And right now, it's estimated that a 40% increase can be experienced in 2021. We're pleased to have our friend, Rich Mangila, join our program. Rich is the founder and CEO, senior advisor of Elite Public Image, as well as the founder, CEO, and senior advisor of Elite Speaker Services. If you're a follower of the Twins Talking Up program, you've likely heard his commercials. We're glad to have Rich join the program. Rich, welcome to our show. Thank you for having me, guys. Well, we're thrilled to have you, Rich. I think what I love, and we're going to touch into how you and I know each other, your businesses that you started. I mean, you're doing so much. And that's what I think is amazing because we could talk about entrepreneurship, but then there's a phrase or an adage that we've heard around the industry called serial entrepreneurs. And these are individuals that are running multiple businesses. They're driven by passion. They're driven by the desire to let their creative juices flow. And they literally start business after business after business. This is who we are speaking with today. We're speaking with a serial entrepreneur, someone who's just driven to make a difference in so many different lives of those that he comes across those he's interacting with, those he's known for a while. This is the kind of guy we're driving, uh, we're talking with today. And so we're glad to have Rich on the program. And Rich, we're excited to be able to have your thoughts on business, have your thoughts on life. But let's just go ahead and dig into who you are, what you're doing, et cetera. But Dan, I'll let you share some thoughts as well. Thank you very much, Dave. This is Danny. So Rich, very happy to have you on board. As David mentioned, uh, over the last uh, few years, I've seen you uh, evolve and do many different practices. And I would tell you, there are many reasons. The three of us today, we're all entrepreneurs. We each, each of the three of us have our own businesses. But there are many reasons leaders are driven to become entrepreneurs. It could be a passion, a life situation, a job, career transition, or even a need that has to be fulfilled that for some reason you believe you have that ability to fill that need. Some even consider it being a side hustle. Right, having your full-time job while your part-time little venture you're trying to do is trying to take off and go somewhere. But what led you to become an entrepreneur and what really led you to love and what do you love about being an entrepreneur as well? Wow, um, that is a great and very thought-provoking question. Um, you know, I, I feel like a lot of what's happening happens in my life feels a little bit like an accident. Uh, but, uh, you know, I've been very uh, blessed to, to work with a lot of great guys like, like you two and, 
Uh, and at one point, I know one of them was a coach and he, he, he challenged me to do a core value assessment. Uh, and I realized that the reason why uh, I, I pursue being an entrepreneur is it's simply just how I'm wired, you know. So the way that I'm wired, um, we all have a lot of core values. I encourage it. You know, if you guys have never done them, I, uh, Sean Summercamp's a good guy to go to. You guys may already do them with some of your clients. Uh, there, there's, we, we may have a couple hundred core values that we share with a lot of other people, but there seems to be three, four, five of them that kind of bubble to the top, you know? And, uh, and so my core values uh, include freedom. You know, so if I, I've worked in the corporate world, you know, and uh, when you work in the corporate world, which is great, it's, it's a blessing to have a great job and, and have benefits and have all that. Uh, it's, it's not unusual that you're working now under somebody else's schedule, somebody else's timeline, somebody else's vision, you know, and uh, and, and, you know, being an entrepreneur um, works really well with my sense of freedom. Another core value that I have is connecting with others. Uh, I think it's important for me to connect with others and, and not sort of be stuck in, in, in one uh, uh, type of work. Um, and, and I enjoy, I enjoy building things. Uh, you know, I, I did start by uh, working for other companies, you know, in, in the late 80s, early 90s, where I was helping to build other people's companies and, uh, and just learning, wow, I really like this gaining all this knowledge, all this information, what do I do with it? Sooner mm -hmm. or later, you just started opening up my own companies. That's how, that's how I got into it. This is Danny. And I, I like how you went through that progression because it really reminds me of other serial entrepreneurs. Sometimes we look at high profile executives at big global billion dollar companies. We think, wow, that is just the first time they start this company. But let's look at a couple examples, right? So Steve Jobs started Apple, Next, Pixar, and of course Elon Musk, Zip2, PayPal, SpaceX, Tesla, Solar City, Solar City, and then he has that um, that company that does the tube system where you can do transportation for the tube system. I'm like, this guy's gonna take over the world, right? <laughs> and then of course Oprah Winfrey's business profile, including filmmaking, film production, the magazine publishing business, online media outlets, and her cable station. And then lastly. One of the richest people around the world, of course, flew, flew in space, right? Richard Branson, who has hundreds of ventures in his, in his field right now. Think about airlines, soft drinks, all under his first brand, the Virgin Label brand, which mm -hmm. was a mail order record film, so firm. So when you think about all these entrepreneurs and you think about these big, big successful people they all started off with a couple of things here, a couple of things there, and it eventually led to either the one thing being successful or multiple things being successful. I, I want to throw out even uh, Mark Cuban, if you read his book and, and his background, Sleeping on the Floor. It's just amazing how you think about all these individuals, and now he's the owner of the Dallas Mavericks. So he's had multiple businesses as well. So, Rich, I think it's great to hear, um, first of all, your passion, also I think that most people, including yourself, had somebody that helped that pushed you a little bit too. It wasn't just that you woke up and knew how to start businesses. You actually had some uh, internal fire, but you also had somebody in your life that actually helped push you as well. Is that correct, Rich? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Through the years, uh, there've been a number of uh, 
entrepreneurs. And, and a lot of these guys that you mentioned, I, I follow them. Uh, Sir Richard Branson, I remember seeing him speak at the World Business Conference in New York City. Uh, they call him Sir now, right? He's been knighted. Yeah. You know, and, uh, and, and, and yes, you know, I, I don't know uh, if anybody thinks that they've sort of gotten to wherever they've gotten to on their own, they're, they've lost sight. Uh, you know, we gain so much from other people, uh, you know, so in, in some cases we, uh, you know, we don't reinvent the wheel. There is a time to be innovative, but, you know, we really need to learn from others uh, how, how things work. And so, yeah, I've been blessed to, to, to work with people that have taken companies public, people that have do small ventures, brick and mortar, service companies, product companies, all, you name it. Uh, and, uh, and yeah, and I ask, I ask questions. Sometimes I ask. Uh, sometimes, you know, I get unsolicited advice, but it, 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 it doesn't always feel good. Uh, sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. When somebody just says, hey, you know, and we were talking before this, hey, let's let's think about how we adjust the camera, whatever we get this on. But, you know, it, it does go into your files in there. And eventually you start to think about it. And uh, and yes, uh, we we grow uh, through the help of others. And, and I, I, can, I can name several people. Anthony Mitchell, uh, you know, I think of um, he you know, he built several finance companies and he's an English guy. And, and I remember how his structure was. You know, uh, in doing that, my, my friend Dario Trejo, he you know, he's, he built service companies. And, you know, yes, I've learned a lot through the years from, from many different uh, people. Rich, this is David, and I'm so glad that you mentioned that entrepreneur doesn't mean alone. It doesn't mean that you're on a journey by yourself and you learn from other leaders, people who have been very successful. You understand that there are times you can feel like it's a lonely role and a lonely pursuit, but the reality is that it, you can invite in other thought leaders, people that can support you. And as a serial entrepreneur, you're growing businesses all the time. You have to rely on other people to really fulfill the vision that you have for those businesses. You can't have every little aspect of the business run through you. You've got to be able to trust the people around you. And that speaks so much to who you are and how much over the years, I've gotten to know you, that you trust the people that are with you. They embrace that same vision you have. And I love that. And so I want to talk about two of the businesses that we've been more connected with recently. And that is the elite public image. And then as well as the elite speaker services. I first came into contact with you through our faith and churches, but we've also worked together on your elite speaker services. What was the driving factor to starting a speaking bureau to highlight so many different professionals that you and I have both known over the years to get the voice out there? What led you to start those two businesses? And let's start specifically with the Elite Speaker Services. Sure. Um, I'll be happy to speak about those. Well, with, um, well, with Elite Speaker Services, it was sort of the, the, the kickoff company for all the other elite companies. It's now under the umbrella of another organization that have formed but uh I, I think that really came at looking you, sometimes we cherry pick you know I, I I've, I've done a lot of companies you know where we do the jerry Maguire thing you know you guys seen the movies right you work in a company for a while you learn a few things you leave maybe a couple of clients follow you and you form a company doing that uh but uh, with the elite 
um, speaker services and, uh, and, and, and all of the other organizations that are tied to that, I literally was looking for something I wanted to do that I was passionate about, that uh, I felt was valuable to me. It, it worked really well with my core values. Uh, I felt that I, I might make a difference doing it. It wasn't just about making money because we all need to, you know, pay bills and, and, and what have you. Uh, and, and, and that's what's the driving force behind the lead speaker service. I said, well, I know all these amazing people. Uh, I remember we talked about getting advice uh, and having these other people that we learn from. And uh, it, it just so happens that I, I'm like, wow, I know all these amazing people. I wonder if I can do something with this. And, and why, why, you know, why are some of these amazing people not at the forefront? Because uh, as, I, as I looked at, uh, say, because this is a, for those that don't know, it's a, uh, uh, pretty much it's a, an organization that uh, provides uh, services to public speakers, subject matter experts of all types, athletes, musicians, rocket scientists, doctors, it doesn't matter that they're going out there. And I noticed that even when I was listening to different public speakers or different messages, these people didn't always have good character or, or, or great integrity. You know, they may have had a great message, but then you read about them on the news and they were just arrested for this. And, and you're like, and I'm not judging those people, but it, it dawned on me that I know a lot of amazing people, you know, uh, apart from the ones that are already famous that have great messages. You know, can I do something with this? And I was so passionate about it that, and that's what drove, drove me to it, uh, uh, more passionate than, than, than the businesses that were making me generating much higher revenues for me that I said on my dime, you know, mm -hmm. I'm going to go and I'm going to fly and see if I can convince some of these people. You know, I, I started with the tribes that I have a relationship with first. I said, if I can convince some of these people or if they're willing to do it, I'll make it easy for them. Then uh, we'll go for it from there. And I, and, I, and I made this sort of my thing. If they give me their cell phone number, because if they don't get me, and I'll never abuse it, I'll never just call them, text them for no reason. But if they give, because they're hard, you know, a a a, a, a affluent person is yeah. notoriously difficult to reach. They're all so busy at their exploits. Uh, so yeah. that's how it started. I started traveling, sort of working on a deficit. It's not unusual for me. If you build a business, you know what it's like. You're going to start a restaurant. You got to do the lease. You know, you're, you're spending money. You haven't made, you know, I've got to buy the equipment. <laughs> you got to hire people. I have product. I haven't made a penny yet. And, and all of a sudden you you open the doors and money's coming in, but you really still haven't made money because, you know, or, or, or you're, you're not in the positive, if you will, because you're working on a deficit. But I, and I was comfortable with that already from other companies. So I said, I'm going to do this for something that I'm passionate about, something that I love, something that I've never done before. I have the skill sets for it. But I didn't work at a speaker's bureau before or anything like that. So that's kind of how it got started with it. But yeah, I love it, Rich, because some of those speakers that you have featured in your bureau are heroes to me. And they're people that I've listened to over the last 26 years. And I've learned a lot from them, their work. And now to be able to see them on the stage where other organizations and companies can bring that talent in to encourage, strengthen, support their vision, that's pretty inspiring. And it is not as easy as you might think to just start a speaker's bureau. You can't just go, I'm gonna grab the most talented people and bring them in. I love how you said, if they could give me their cell phone number, then I know that they're willing to buy into this vision. I know that they're willing to partner with me 
to really not just build their voice, but to build their exposure. And that's what kind of led you to building the elite public image. You're saying, look, I'm not just going to get you on stage. I'm going to help everything about your your profile, your your brand, everything behind the scenes, everything who you are. Your message needs to be further emphasized through your social media presence, what you're doing, how you're coming across. So that's how elite public image came in. So you started building layer upon layer to really support these professionals you're bringing on board. That's correct. And, and, you know, and ultimately, the, and we, we, we talked about what's going to be the topic of this discussion, you know, because the, there's a lot of directions we can go. I, I, it, this is a real blessing. A lot of people call me and ask me about this stuff. And, uh, and it's very interesting. We can talk about it all day. It's like, what do we narrow down as what we're going to speak about? And one thing I'll say is even before the Speakers Bureau, you know, even before Elite was a thought in my mind, um, I already had through the years a an idea of a simplified sort of recipe for success, you know, in there. And 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 if if, if this wasn't there, then whatever I built just didn't last. Ultimately, it, it whether it was professionally, personally, or any other way. So I think that that's really at the core of it. You know, we uh, you know we want to build something. We're all building something. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I speak to you guys. And, uh, you know, you guys are identical twins, but you're not identical in you have different personalities, different characters, different strengths. Some of them, yes, some of them are similar. Some of them some may, but, but ultimately you're two different people. And there's you're collaborating on this, uh, you know, in this particular talk with uh, it's twin under the brand Twins Talk It Up. Um, but uh, but ultimately you're building stuff. You know, and I, I, I watch, I look, you know, I'm very interested in what you guys do. I'm like, wow, look at what they're building now. Uh, I know Danny's very techie. I wasn't, you know, it, along with, you know, lots of different jobs I've done in the past. I've worked in the tech world. You know, I was part of a, the acquisition of the largest, what at that time was the largest acquisition of a U.S. company by a non-U.S. company. And it was in the tech space. It was when NTT Docomo acquired a Vario at the time. You know, when Vario was the world's largest web hosting company at the time, and we, you know, I was doing co-location. But I, so I watch it. I'm curious. What's he doing on the cloud? What's he doing with tech? What's this whole data center thing? You know, uh, and I and I watch you uh, with DSB leadership. But so you you guys have to have this recipe to last as well. You know, you have to know uh, this recipe. You know, and so um, and I think you guys sort of already do. Sometimes we just have to figure out. Where am I falling short? Because I want to last. I want whatever I'm doing last. So that's that's something I'm interested in telling you guys about. We'll be right back after this short break. We want to thank our sponsor for today's episode, Live Love Thanks. Live Love Thanks helps purpose-driven women leaders, executives, and entrepreneurs to permanently eliminate clutter and end stress and overwhelm so they can move forward in their careers, relationships, and health. Visit LiveLoveThanks.com for impactful coaching and program professional women's. I am delighted to announce that App Meetup's customers can now benefit from the presentation and speaking training courses with our integration and partnership with DSB Leadership Group. DSB Leadership Group is committed to providing training and resources to support professionals becoming more effective communicators and increase their impact and value. And that is the reason why 
at Meetup and DSP Leadership Group have formed a partnership to make sure that our MSPs, which is you, can be effective and powerful speakers in the community. Whether you are hosting a major conference, a specialized training, or a year-end corporate event, finding the right keynote speaker or breakout speaker should be at the top of your priority list. Partner with Elite Speaker Services to book speakers according to your specifications and needs. Elite Speaker Services has the depth of speakers and the experience to bring you peace of mind and a successful event. Go to EliteSpeakerServices.com for all your event needs. Let us deliver the message your audience needs to hear. Let us deliver beyond your expectations. Thank you for listening to the Twins Talk It Up podcast. As a special thank you, we have an amazing offer for our listeners. 20% off products or services on our website. Just send us an email with the subject line podcast, and we will send you that special discount code at dsbleadershipgroup.com. And now, let's get back to the episode. Welcome back to Twins Talk It Up podcast. This is Danny, and I appreciate you bringing that up, Rich, because uh, when we think about, just as you said, the we look at everything, we think about the future, we think about the success. I really love how you said, yeah, you're, you're thinking about how to make money, then you're trying to scale your business, you're hiring employees, and you're still not making money. I mean, you're making money, but you're not making an income. <laughs> and it's so true that they have many businesses that, uh, Dave and I have started over the years, uh, starting an IT company, a, a services company, and, and now a cloud computing company, a sales training company, public speaking training company. We're, we're like, oh my goodness, every aspect you're you're making money, but then it takes a while before you can actually make money that you can you can bring home. And and so people think an entrepreneur, oh my goodness, everything's a, is a success, but they don't think about all the, the hills that the individual had to climb, the hurdles they had to climb. And even when they're making money that they're still not putting money in their pocket, they have to pay back their employees, pay back uh, you know investors, whatever it may be. Uh, it's a lot of work. And one of the things I love about the being an entrepreneur and also having my identical twin brother as, as an entrepreneur is that you're ultimately a problem solver. And you, 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 you as Dave was talking about, you saw a need for people to become public speakers who needed help to become public speakers, who also wanted to make sure they had high character profile. And then you also talked about working on their image, right? You have to have a good image. You have to have a good presence. And then you talked about also helping them with their social media presence. So you took one need and, and it made multiple business behind it in order to ultimately help that one client. And then you talked and you guys launched the book publishing putting together framework and all that stuff. So you have so many areas. It ultimately solves one problem. How can I make the professional speaker stand out? I love all that. And it, it's really about solving problems. And I think about it, it, thinking of, of you, and you may not be the billionaire yet, but I think about you and I think about Elon Musk, right? So Elon Musk has this thing, what he calls simplified first principles. He takes every single thing and breaks it down to the basic question of, can I make it better? Can mm -hmm. it be more simple? And, and that's how he's able to take Tesla and, and make it into a global brand. Can I make batteries better? Batteries are heavier. Can I make it more sufficient? Can I make it more efficient? Can I roll cars out faster? Can I create a big uh, plant where I can stamp 
metal and do it and pre-stack it so it's easier to assemble cars? Can I make the cars with less components, less parts, so it's easier to get out the door, it's faster to get out the door, it's simpler to replace, there's less parts to break down. So all these questions came down to the fundamental aspects. And someone asked Elon, hey, Elon, if I was going to start a business, what kind of business should I start? And that's not the right question. The question should be, how can I take a problem or take what's happening today and how can I make it better? How can I improve on that? And he said that he does, his company does not spend any money on marketing. And you wonder, how does he grow his company to be such a global brand and not spend any money on marketing? Because he fine tunes everything down to the basics, simplifies it, makes it better, and then other people tell other people about it. So I just love how your story, and I, I think really people need to think about your story. They really need to think about how you came down to solve one problem. Mm-hmm. And that one problem led to making it even better, make, and then making that even better, and then mm-hmm. even making that even better. Tomorrow, your speakers have integrity, your speakers have social media, your speakers have presence, your speakers are finding speaking gigs, speaking opportunities, your speakers are also getting the opportunity to do uh, webinars, podcasts, and then ultimately a book. There, this is something that no other firm that I know of is doing. They do mm-hmm. one thing well or another. You're saying, look, I'm going to take this one individual and I'm going to walk them from the beginning to the end through their journey. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what I really appreciate about that one aspect of you, because mm-hmm. we are living it. Dave and I are living it. We're going yeah. through it. Um, mm-hmm. So I want to say that what we see in you, characteristics of entrepreneur, problem solver, seeing talent in individual, setting goals, making sure that the multiple businesses you have, you find time to do it. Even coming on the show today with us, flexible optimism. You're always about, hey, I know it can work. I believe it can work. Uh, who wants to be my first test subject? Let's get it done. And then fine-tuning it along the way so that ultimately you have the right product for the, your, your ideal clients. That, I think that's just phenomenal, Rich. I yeah. really do. And uh, Rich, this is David. And I appreciate what Dan said. And I want to echo that. And we, we often try to shy away. Some, sometimes we can often shy away from other people praising, encouraging us. Uh, but Dan's right. You saw a need, Rich. Uh, especially within a lot of the circles or tribes that we're part of and said, let me help build that out. Let me help provide a solution. And I love how Dan said Elon had a simple um, philosophy. If, how can I make it better? What can I do to simplify it? And you also with your journey have developed some type of a mindset where you developed in your, your, your sense of leadership, your journey of leadership, your own recipe for success and so let's dive into that a little bit, Rich. What, what are some thoughts that you have that you can share with our audience about how they can be successful as a professional? Do you have a recipe for success? What are, what are the elements or foundational pieces that you encourage leaders to focus on to be successful? Wow. Um, well, first of all, uh, thank you guys both for your comments. These are great. Um, I, was, I couldn't help but to laugh, you know, when... Uh, I thought about just the whole diving just right in there, you know, solving a problem and, you know, let's just go for it. You know, in a sense, we, as we collaborate with other people, um, if there isn't a measure of altruism of just wanting to help each other, um, I don't know how we're, you know, how we're going to push forward. Everybody celebrates the people. Yes. I, I, Elon Musk is great. Once somebody's already made it, they're already a billion, they're already successful. Everybody wants to listen to them. I remember listening to, Francis Chan, he was saying, 
you know, I built this mega church, you know, it wasn't a corporation, but it was an organization he was building. And everybody wanted to question me when I did this. But once I had all these thousands of people, you know, we were only converting a few people to become new members. But when we were just 10, we were doubling inside. That's when we were really growing. I'm curious how it was for Elon when he was first building it. You know what I'm saying? You know, because that's and that's what you guys are doing right now. So it really excites me. I love helping you guys with what you're doing. And I would be happy to share some of that stuff with you. So this is my simplified recipe for success. Take take notes. Okay. So um, and I feel like a lot gets lost in jargon, you know, these days, you know, truly, we've talked about a lot of things and it gets really confusing. There's elite speaker services, elite public image, elite public group, elite 360 book publishing, there's Rich Mungia, there's this, you know, you know, there's DSP leadership, there's, you know, there's a, a, a app Gallup, you know, there's twins talk it up, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot. There's Danny Soup Brown, there's David Soup. How do we manage all this in our heads? And so I, I call it the one, two, three, four. I, I don't even want to be clever here. Guys, I really want to dumb it down. One is for one thing. Two is for two things. Three is for three things. Four is for four. Let's really make it simple for people. You know, one, the one thing, right? We're all building a lot of things. What are you building? Which brand are we talking about? You know, are we, because that's part of what happens sometimes is we're all over the place and we just lose focus, yeah. right? Are we talking about Microsoft? Or are we talking about Bill Gates apart from Microsoft? Are we talking about the Disney Corporation or Walt Disney? Are we talking about, you know, Virgin Atlantic? Or are we talking about Sir Richard Branson? See, if you're looking for a book written by Sir Richard Branson, you're looking for a book written by Sir Richard Branson. You're not looking for a book written by Virgin Atlantic. You know what I'm saying? They're, they're different brands. And arguably, the most important brand that we all have is our personal brand. I know what it's like to have a bad reputation. You know, I know what it's like, you know, and, and if ever anybody wants to talk to me about how to recover from that, I have to go to multiple people and get advice on that, you know, but truly we all carry a name, you know, and, 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 and that you, you might say that every other brand or every other organization, every other thing that you're building, whether it's for-profit, non-for-profit, secular, non-secular, you know, this market vertically diagonally any other direction you know whatever industry you, you know they're all built on many brands of people you know you notice when you go to an organization right you go there a lot of times they have this bio especially when they're just starting out you're starting out something who's behind it oh danny's behind that what do we know about danny well danny's got great integrity danny but whatever your strengths are right you know uh, you know th that's who's behind that brand i'm going to support it because Danny's behind. Oh, Danny's partnered with his brother. Oh, they together, they're both great, you know? And, and so, so when you're building, you know, and you really want to simplify things, start with the number one, okay, what are we focusing on right now? You know, are we focusing on Twins Talk It Up, you know? Or are we focusing on my personal brand, you know? Because let's face it, you guys got books coming out and it's not going to be written by Twins Talk It Up. It's going to be written by David. If it, the collaborative effort is going to be written by both of you guys, I can't wait to, to read it. Uh, I want to sneak peek it, you know, but I, I'm trying not to so I can read the, the finished product. 
The second thing, do you guys under, well, first of all, do you guys understand that? That's pretty simple, right? Keep right? it simple. Just keep it simple. What yeah. brand are we talking about? Sometimes things need to be rebranded. You know, you, we, we, I spoke to you guys. I'm like, you guys have very common names. If you look up how common David is or how common Danny is, you know, or how common, sometimes we have to almost re, rebrand ourselves so we stand out. I'm working with a, with a guy right now. His name is Michael Jackson. <laughs> and he works with the Jacksons. You know, he's been on stage with the Jacksons, you know, and so he has to sort of stand out. Their brother is Michael Jackson, you know, unfortunately passed away. Uh, we all know him as a famous musician, you know, but, you know, so he had, I sometimes you have to identify your brand, like sort of tweaking what it's called. Okay. The second thing. So two, I call it which side of the coin you're dealing with. There's two sides of the coin, you know, when you're building, you know, uh, anything, right? Uh, there's the side of the coin that a lot of people like to talk to me about. They like to talk to me about the brand strategy, right? The brand strategy for Twins Talk It Up, the brand strategy for, you know, DSB leadership for elite speaker services, right? Or for the, you know, uh, uh, Richmond Gia, you know, personal brands, whatever the case may be, right? The image behind it. Hey, we're Google. We're the fun company. We all wear T-shirts to work, right? What's the image behind that? brand what do you want to be known for and then the the public's perception of that you know how does the public receive that you know what do they think of it do they like it is it likable you know um the other side of the coin is how do you promote that you know how do you monetize it you know how do you convert you know somebody from being you know a uh and I have a little recipe I have for myself, but we can do it from, from, from being a, just a managed relationship, a prospect to a qualified prospect to somebody who's interested in what that brand is about, you know, to finally an estimate that's being sent or some kind of, or to finally they're active, they're assigned, you know, client or collaborator, whatever the case may be. How do you come, what's that process like, you know, think of it like this, the two sides of the coin. One side of the coin is like asking somebody for the date. Right. You're asking somebody for a date. The other side of the coin is the reason why they say yes. OK, the image, the brand, even though it feels like it's a waste of money. OK, listen. Imagine being single. OK. Put your glasses like this. Let's make people laugh. Don't comb your hair. Go with a ripped shirt and ask a girl for a date and see how that goes for you. You know, go to court. The next time you get a ticket, don't send your lawyer. Go yourself. Have you have that look where your pants are a little bit down? You have a wife beater tank top in there. Go to the yo, you're on, and you just you know, and see how that goes for you. You know, in front of the judge, people are judge. People will judge you. You know, so the same thing if you're selling your house, right? Give I'll, I'll get into this one one last example, right? You want to sell your house? We've all seen the shows where you fix up the houses, right? Open concept is this thing now, right? This. So we all know it. So we buy our houses like that, right? So you buy an older house and you decide, I'm going to knock it down. I want the, the dining room, the living room, the kitchen with the island, all to be in one big area with one big happy. Everybody entertains here. It's an open concept. You knock down some non-load bearing walls. You paint everything. We've seen the shows to fix them. Put on some crown molding. And you spend, let's say, $15,000 because you decide to do some of the work yourself to keep the cost down. Did you make any money? No. But you did increase the value of your home. You're going to have to put it for sale, right? 
Once you put it for sale, now you sell the house for $65,000 more than what you were thinking. You minus out the 15 that you put in there and you just made 50 grand more, right? So which side of the coin are we dealing with? Sometimes it flip-flops. Sometimes we're not asking for the date. Sometimes we're not, you know, making, having appointments. We're not asking people for deals. We're not, you know, sometimes we're doing that, but we're not making it easy for people to say yes to us. We don't look professional. We don't act professional. We don't look like we know what we're talking, sound like we know what we're talking about. So that's the two sides of the coin. Very simple. That's why we all have websites and everything else, right? Websites cost money. You pay monthly on the website, you know, the third, you know, uh, the three things to have success, and this is specifically financial success. If you're building something and you want financial success, Danny alluded to it earlier. Okay. There's three things in there, right? Number one, there has to be a problem yeah. out there, right? Elon said, you know, <laughs> how can I make it better, right? He said, but we're, as entrepreneurs, we solve problems, right? How do we, you know, there's a problem out there. There's a lot of people that want to speak publicly, but they need help being better public speakers. There's a problem out there. Yeah. Two, you provide some sort of remedy or solution to that problem. We coach people, David and Danny Brown, we coach people or maybe just David does that part, I don't know, on how to be public speakers. We coach them or how, you know, whatever it is that you do. And finally, the third thing is there needs to be something unique, special about you, why they would pick you over somebody else. Again, this is for lasting power. You might make a little bit of money. You might do a couple things here, but if you really want to last, you have to have that third part in there, right? Why do they, let's face it, there's two identical twins. Right away, I see a no-brainer. Both of you guys are proficient at speaking. You know what I'm saying? It's uh, it's a to me already. It's like very interesting and unique, you know. But there's probably a lot more to it there, and it can apply it to anything, right? Let's apply it to speakers bureau. Every major city in the world has a convention center, right? Major hotels have banquet halls. Some of them have convention centers within the hotels. You know, there's obviously a lot of events going on, right? That's the problem. We need people to perform or speak or whatever at these events. I have a speakers bureau. Our organization provides public speakers and, and even entertainers now that can either speak or perform at your event, right? What's unique and distinctive? Well, our people are not going to go there and embarrass you later. They, they have great character, great integrity. Even if you ask their neighbors or their, their spouses, you know what I'm saying? These people are the same when they're off camera, you know? That's the kind of quality people that you're getting, right? So you can apply to anything. That's pretty simple, right? We'll be right back after this short break. We want to thank our sponsor for today's episode, Paul Jackowitz of pauljackowitz.com. For all your website design and management needs, visit Paul Jackowitz. That's Paul, J-A-C-K. I-E-W-I-C-Z dot com. Are you projecting the right image to your market? Are you optimizing your name recognition and presence online? Elite Public Image is a leader in strategic communications and marketing solutions, ranging from public relations, brand communications, and content marketing strategy to social media and reputation management for businesses, professionals, and VIPs of all types. Whether you're looking to develop a particular brand or need a brand refresh, 
Look no further than Elite Public Image. Visit ElitePublicImage.com and let Elite put their experience to work for you. Thank you for listening to the Twins Talk It Up podcast. As a special thank you, we have an amazing offer for our listeners for a free consultation over the next two weeks. Visit our website and schedule your free 30-minute consultation. And now, let's get back to the episode. Welcome back to Twins Talk It Up podcast. It seems pretty simple when you think about it. It's it's the challenge for a lot of entrepreneurs, Rich, is that they overcomplicate it. They're either in the paralysis by analysis phase where they're just overwhelmed. Uh, How do I get it done? What do I do? Uh, Where do I go? Uh, who, Who do I network with? And in reality, you said, look, let's just keep it simple. What's the what's the focus? Let's just have a focus, singular focus. Let's just stay on task. Uh, which side of the coin you're going to be on? What 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 are you going to focus on right now? Are you going to build the brand? Are you going to build the message? Are you going to scale? Do you need to find money? Look, let's let's get it focused. Let's get the solution in place. And then lastly, uh, let's make sure we have a unique selling proposition. What makes us different than anybody else? And and so I had had one professional. This is David, by the way, who asked, why why would I work with DSB Leadership Group versus any other public speaking training company out there? And he said, I attended one of your workshops and you always talk about the mindset. You always talk about the mind. And he goes, I've never heard another company say anything to that focus. And he said, you could give people tools, but if they don't have the right mindset of how to use those tools, it does nothing for them. Mm -hmm. And he said, Dave, you always focus on getting people to understand who they are, why that's so important. And then they can use the right tools to get the job done. So the unique selling proposition for so many people when they look at me is I always provide a mindset workshop or a mindset component to my training. And then when they ask what makes twins talking up different than any other podcast? Well, the unique selling proposition for that is that we're identical twins. We're genetically the same, but we are different in so many ways. And so I look at these podcast programs. I look at these talk shows and some of the challenges that they have is the chemistry of the the host on those programs. Mm-hmm. And for Dan and I, because we were attached from the very, very beginning, we have that chemistry that's in, in really instinctively built in. And so that mm-hmm. gives us a different, unique selling proposition. And I agree with that. You've mm-hmm. got to work with what makes you who you are. You don't have to be the solution for everybody, but you are going to be the solution for the right people if you understand that third component. And so the recipe doesn't have to be difficult. It mm-hmm. can be very simple, but we cannot be put in a position where we're overwhelming ourselves by thinking about everything that needs to get done. Let's make it simple. And the truth is, Rich, when I started a business, I wish I would have learned more of that then, that, mm-hmm. that mentorship, that direction to say, Dave, cut all that out. You don't need it. Focus on this. Mm-hmm. Dave, cut all that out. Let's let's enhance your brand. Dave, cut all that out. Let's make sure that you are distinctive. You stand out. You mentioned earlier, there are a ton of David Browns, a ton of Danny Browns. And the truth of the matter is we don't stand out in that way. But we're also uh, using our middle name, uh, which is Asian and Korean. And it makes us different. People say, well, I've never heard of a David Suk Brown or Danny Suk Brown. Well, that's different. And then when you think about the twins talking up, you actually helped encourage us to focus on that as a brand. And that's really what's making us stand out. So I appreciate your direction mm-hmm. and your guidance because it's helping us to make Twins Talk It Up, our books that are coming out. It's setting us apart 
and why people want to know more. Yeah. 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 You got, you know, the thing is, is we teeter totter. It doesn't. And I, I, I like when you were saying, it's very humble of you to say, you know, I wish I would have back then known this or whatever. Um, you guys are unique. Look, the truth is, is everybody is unique. Mm-hmm. Every organization is unique. Everybody is special, you know, in one way or another, you know? And so really it's just a matter of letting people see what that is. It's really a basket, you know, yeah. it's, it's not like one thing, you know, like there's not just one thing, oh, we're twins, you know, and that's it. No, no, no. Are you kidding me? I, the more I get to know you guys and I sort of peel back the layers and wow, they, I didn't know that about them. And, and the more we, people start to get to know, um, it, could, it could have to do with your character. Could, like what you were talking about, you know, that nobody had mentioned mindset before in, 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 uh, in, your, in uh, uh, what you do. The other thing I was thinking is we simplify it. Sometimes even what we say, you know, can get confusing to people. It means something to us because we use it so often. Unique selling proposition. Okay. Try bringing that up to somebody who's building a church. They're like, what are you talking about? You know, because we know that, you know, because we're building businesses, we're building whatever. But if somebody's brand is I'm building a church or I'm building a nonprofit and what I, I, I make my money by uh, by uh, uh, basically donations and whatever, right? I have to raise capital for, for what I do or whatever. And, and, and really, sometimes you just have to explain it. What is that unique? What we're talking about, what makes you special? What makes you different, mm. right? That's what you need to, you know, sometimes you just have to explain it to people because people sometimes won't say anything to you. They'll just mm. kind of nod their heads, you know, but they don't really want to say, what's a unique? And then they'll Google it later. What's a unique? You know, we kind of used to hearing that. Not everybody builds businesses, but everybody builds something, some yeah. kind of brand, something. People are passionate about something. We're all passionate about something. The, the fourth thing that to have success at anything. And by the way, it's okay to teeter-totter. If you were asking for the money for a long time, but you didn't work on your brand image, then you go and you work on the brand, tweak the brand image for a while. You know, but then you don't want to get so focused on that, that you don't, you know, do your business, right? You know, get appointments, set up things, ask people, you know, whatever the case may be. So I I do think that there it's, it's really about balance. So Mm -hmm. when I, when I say this stuff, it's about long, long term success as an entrepreneur. I know Danny was saying, you know, we're, we're, we're all constantly fixing problems, even internally, you know, even internally, I'm full of problems. I am a problem. This is my middle name, <laughs> you know? So, so to go to the, uh, the last thing there, cause I don't run out of time. It, it's so simple success at anything, even if it's not financial seems to have these ingredients, these four ingredients, right? Effort, how hard you work, how many phone calls you make, you know, how many emails you send out, how much content you post. And yes, even, even people that say they don't spend money on marketing, you know, uh, they put up websites and do everything else. You can call that marketing. You know, say at the end of the day, you know, how much do we do, right? We want to be busy with this or that. We don't know what's going to succeed, whether this or that, or we're both are going to do equally well. I am stealing that from the Bible. That is not my, I didn't make, you know, it's not my content. <laughs> Got to give credit, you know. So, you know, work hard, right? Yeah. Work hard. Sometimes, you know, we, you know, we feel overwhelmed. That's all we do is work. The second you know, ingredient in the number four, right? Four things is your skill, how, how, how good you are at what you do, right? 
And when I say how good you are to do, if you work as an entrepreneur, it isn't just what your exploit is, you know, coaching others or tech or those things, but it could also be building what you build. You don't always have to be great at it. Sometimes you just need to partner or collaborate with somebody else that's great at it, right? If the ax is dull, it takes a lot more swings to chop down that tree. You're going to have to work harder. You're going to have to put out a lot more content, make a lot more phone calls. If you don't know the right rebuttal, let me talk to my partners. If you have the right rebuttal, you know, oh, I know what to say when they say that, you know, so how, you know, so there's all things, there's all sorts of, as as an entrepreneur, it's your selling skill, it's your skill at what you do, it's all that stuff, right? How you market yourself, right? High skill requires, will lessen your workload, your effort level. How do the, how do the algorithms work on the platform so that I get, get more visibility, more engagement? How do I target people? How do I get right to the person? who's a decision maker and what I do. Oh, I'll show you some tricks you guys didn't even know existed. You know, the third thing that's in there is, is basically it has to do with our, our, you could say our image, but it's our, our character, our personality, our, our, you know, our, our attitude, you know, um, you see, if your attitude or your character, if you somehow come off that I just want people's money or they just want my money, or they're arrogant, or they don't really care about me. They just care about themselves, you know? That could trump, to a certain degree, how hard you work, how, you know, how skilled, you may have the right rebuttal, but they're like, yeah, he knows how to say the right words, but this guy actually doesn't care about me. I'm just waiting for the, you know, for the punchline here. He just wants my money or whatever, you know? So people, you know, you got to be likable. You got to be, I like when you guys talk about being authentic, you got to be authentic, you got to be passionate, you got to be real, you know, with people, uh, and they'll see through that. And the last thing, I know Christians don't like me saying it, but luck, I'll say it this way for the Christians, time and chance happens to us all. Good luck, bad luck, the earthquake hit, the storms that are happening right now, right? You know, good opportunities, I'll give you an example of that, okay? You're going into a restaurant, I shared this with you, David, the other day, you're going into a restaurant with your wife, she breaks her heel, you know, oh my goodness, it's a nice restaurant, we're all dressed up, you walk back to the car, thank goodness she has another pair of shoes, she switches her shoes, your whole timeline changed. Mm. And as you're walking, the hostess is sitting you down to your table, and she's walking you past to the bar to your table, and at that very moment you hear, and what we're looking is for somebody to help us build a cloud presence, and also to coach leadership, you know, uh, skills you know to you know to the executive staff and you're like that's what we do and if you had not <laughs> walked at exactly that time but you can't build a business or anything or anything on luck mm-hmm. what you can do is if you've been sharpening how hard you work you, you say hey honey i'm gonna i'm gonna give them a business card i'm gonna talk to them mm-hmm. do something your effort right your skill level is high you know what you're talking about when you're speaking to the people right? You're skilled at what you do. And finally, you're likable. So they're like, yeah, all right, enjoy your meal. But we want to talk to this guy again, right? So you work on the other three. And then when opportunity kind of lands on your lap, then you're able to do something. That's a simplified, you know, so I'm always bouncing from one thing to the other with that. So to, you know, which is the area I'm falling short in, you know, uh, so that I, I would have lasting power at whatever I build. That's fantastic. And I, I want to tell our audience today, as you're listening, Richard gave a simple formula. 
And I, I call this the KISS methodology, right? Keep it simple, <laughs> stupid. We, That's we, right. don't need, we don't need a huge encyclopedia. We don't, ha we don't require 10,000 novels, books, written publications to give you the blueprint to be successful. I love how Rich had kept it to four simple steps. And, and, and really, I just want to recap the steps for our audience, because really, at the end of the day, you have to adopt something simple for yourself. Yep. And Rich had four steps, right? One is your brand. And okay. I, I think about when he started his, his company, and he, and he thinks about all the people that Rich helps within his company, the public speakers. And really, at the end of the day, there, as he said, there are banquets at conference centers all over the world, and people are hosting all the time, and they're mm -hmm. going to need speakers. And then what they want to do is get speakers with great character, great image that they can rely on. And so really, number one, focus on your brand. Number two, there's two sides to every coin. And then number three, you got to solve a real problem, right? So as you go through the four steps, there's step one, that means there's just one step. Step two, there's two processes. Step three, there's three processes. Step four, there's four processes. So I hope the audience understands it. Keep it simple. So number three, solve a real problem. You provide a solution to that problem. It has to be unique, special, and then, of course, why they pick you, right? Something about you is why they're buying. Sometimes you think about a product, but they're really buying you, right? Not just the product, they're buying you. As Rich said earlier, when it comes to the Twins Talk It Up book that we have, we have coming out, they're buying David and Danny Suit Brown. That's what they're buying. And then number four, it's your effort, your skill, you gotta have you gotta have some type of skill if you're gonna be providing a service, right? You gotta have some type of skill. Hey, I want to I want to go fix Teslas for a living because there's not enough uh, Tesla uh, garages in this area. You always have to call it in, and someone has to come out. It can take weeks before you get your car fixed. Wow. Um, so I'm gonna go ahead and do that. Well, have you ever been a mechanic? No, I don't. You haven't. Well, wow. You can't start a business. You've never been a mechanic, right? So your effort, number your skill. Your character and personality. Do yeah. people like you? Do they trust yeah. you? Do you mm. trust yourself? Do you believe in yourself? And then lastly, the fourth portion of the of step four was finally, it's just time and luck, right? It's chance. Sometimes mm. you have to be at the right place at the right. I don't know how many times we hear people saying, you know what? It was just just at the right place at the right time. What does what does that even mean? It means <laughs> sometimes you have to be lucky. It just you just have to sometimes be lucky. So that for Rich, this is his four steps. And I want to tell the audience, I mean, we're just grateful to have Rich on our program today. Uh, as David stated earlier, where we are at today with our brand and how we're doing things, it is all because of, of Richard really, really helping us out. And for our audience, look, if you want to grow your image, you're interested in being a public speaker, you're interested in one day having people know who you are and you want a book to be done, you have to follow our program and you have to learn more about Rich through his website, right? So go to ElitePublicImage.com. You can also go to EliteSpeakerServices.com. And then this is the way you can get in touch with Rich. This is the way you can get in touch with him. Ask him questions. Look, hey, I'm, I'm thinking about doing XYZ. I heard you have the four-step simple principle the four step for a recipe, your four step recipe for success. How can I adopt that just for myself? Mm -hmm. This is where you go to get that. This is why you come to our content and come to listen to the twins talking about because we bring people like Rich on the program who shares his secrets to success, 
who shares how he were able to take not only just a, an idea, but a couple of problems and solve those problems for people like you today. Rich, on behalf of my identical twin brother, David Brown, David Sue Brown and myself, we're grateful for you in our lives. We're grateful for you for what you're doing for our business, but we're also grateful that you took time out of your very busy schedule and the multiple businesses you have to come on the show today to impart wisdom to our audience. Wow, uh, it's such an honor, uh, guys. I really admire what both of you guys do. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to the Twins Talk It Up podcast. Please subscribe and follow us on Instagram at DSB Leadership and visit us online at dsbleadershipgroup.com to learn more about our workshops and trainings. We will see you on the next episode of the Twins Talk It Up podcast.